0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the third episode of Debatable Delaney. Just a friendly reminder, this is a Devil's Advocate podcast, so any opinions that you're about to hear are not the opinions of the participants. This is supposed to be a fun and funny debate, so please don't take anything too seriously. Enjoy. Welcome to Debatable Delaney. I mean, that's debatable. grace thank you so much for joining me today thank you for
1: having me i'm honored
0: oh my god it's my pleasure so today grace and i are going to be debating if religion makes you happier and we're going to be talking specifically about the catholic church mostly just because that's the church that i think we both have the most knowledge about is that correct
1: yeah and i think it's the one that probably has some of the more polarizing views about it.
0: Yes. Love a good polarizing (laughs) view. Um, Okay, perfect. So I'm going to be arguing that religion does make you happier. And Grace is going to have the hard task of arguing that religion does not make you happier. That's right. Okay, ready to kick things off? Do you want to hit them with your opening statement?
1: Sure. I mean... We'll just leave it with, there's no way religion makes you happier because have you ever seen a smiling nun? I have not.
0: Interesting. <laughs> Clearly you didn't go to Catholic school because they were, our smiling. Nuns were smiling ear to ear. Okay. Um, okay. My opening statement is that religion does make you happier because you're a part of something bigger than yourself. That's deep. It is. I think that's a major problem in our current day society. Everyone's just so self-absorbed thinking about themselves. And I honestly think it might be time for Jesus 2.0 to pay us a visit. A second savior. Well,
1: then would you argue if you haven't been saved, then maybe you're not happy.
0: If you haven't been saved. I mean
1: if you need a Jesus two point I agree that oh? if you haven't been saved, you aren't happy. Because you don't have religion. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, my argument would be if you needed Jesus two point Jesus, the OG's clearly not cutting it. So yeah,
0: I think that we need like a new contemporary Jesus. Oh. But I am I'm very curious, like When the new Jesus comes, like, is he going to be a little bit old-timey still? Or is he going to be, like, totally contemporary, like, wearing jeans, giving his message through raps on SoundCloud? Wow. Is that what it's going to be, you think?
1: I think that would isolate him to, like, a certain generation. And so I don't think that's what he's going for. But, I mean, who knows? Interesting. Who knows? Part of Catholicism is is about excluding people because— if it was about welcoming everyone, then it would it would be the very widespread, and they wouldn't have such a hard time convincing so many people to join and become part of the Catholic Church. I don't think they do have a hard time. They had to convince people, and if you didn't believe in it, I think they just killed you. What? <laughs> what are you talking? Religion
0: about? is a huge starter of wars. Definitely, but give me an example. <laughs>
1: okay, I don't have a historically <laughs> relevant uh, like date for you, but let's take it back circa 200 years ago. If you were a traveler and you were not a Catholic, but you needed to seek some refuge, they would just not take you in if you weren't Catholic.
0: Do you know what that reminds me of? What? Mary and Joseph.
1: There was no room at the inn for them either. And they probably weren't <laughs> super stoked on that.
0: No, but they, I don't think it's just a religious thing. I think people are just judgmental. If Mary and Joseph can't even get a room at the inn to give birth to God's son, then maybe religious people are just like, this is payback for Mary.
1: I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you have that vindictive attitude, how can you be happy? I mean, you can't have actually achieved euphoria if you're just hating on people and leaving them out in the cold. I couldn't
0: agree more. Wow. And that's why religion is amazing because <laughs> it teaches you not to have that vindictive spirit. Almost every religion has a, a commandment that's, that's the golden rule. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. And... That rule really just leads to
1: happiness. Is that a Catholic rule, though? I think that's just a rule that all kindergarten teachers teach you.
0: It is, and it's also a Catholic rule.
1: Then they're copywriting.
0: I think it came from God. Because God happened before
1: any humans. Well, that's just your opinion.
0: So you have God to thank for everything you say.
1: I mean, think, of, think about the times that you were the happiest. When, okay. when are you the happiest?
0: Usually when I'm thinking about God. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. No. no, I'm the happiest when I'm um, like surrounded by other people, laughing, doing an activity.
1: So not in church.
0: Well, I haven't been to church in quite some time. Well, as I am not religious <laughs> and that's why I'm severely
1: unhappy. <laughs> I mean, look, I just think if there's certain things that you would do that you find enjoyable, but they're considered to be sins and then you later have to apologize to a man for them. That is not promoting happiness.
0: I don't think that everyone that's in religion is happy, but I think religion leads to happiness.
1: So if you're not religious, you can't be happy.
0: I think it's a lot harder to be happy.
1: Well, I would argue, and going back to your opening statement, you're a part of something bigger, but you're never living for yourself. You're seeking to go to heaven and satisfy some intangible object that you are idolizing,
0: which, is, which is unhealthy. I think it's great because, I mean, back in high school, I was... Working really hard. I wasn't necessarily interested in any of the subjects. Sure. But I was working really hard because I had a goal to go to a good college. And that motivated me to want to do a good job.
1: For yourself, though, not for someone else.
0: For the colleges. Versus now I'm in the game of life. And it's so motivating to think that I'm doing everything to potentially get into heaven. And I'm doing it for myself so I can experience that amazingness. And it's pushing me to be a good person. Life without God has so many options that people drown in unhappiness trying to figure out what they even want to do.
1: I do not agree with that at all. <laughs> just just find that the righteousness of the entire thing truly nauseating. <laughs>
0: Let me paint you a picture.
1: I'm here for it.
0: Um, what holiday would you say? I know you're just going to lie to me. No. And fourth say 4th of, of
1: July.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I love Christmas. I'm obsessed with Christmas. I think there's such a happy atmosphere. And I'm not even going to say that Christmas is religious. The parallel I'm going to make here is that Christmas is so fun because once a year we get to all believe in this mysterious figure Santa Claus that we've never met which is Santa Claus and if you're Catholic then you get to have Christmas every day because we're constantly celebrating a mysterious figure that we've never gotten the chance to meet that constantly gives us gifts (laughs)
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, I find it even hard as a woman. They just promote men way more than women. And that's not something I hear. That encourages
0: me to work harder.
1: In the kitchen?
0: No, Uh, in the bedroom.
1: (laughs) I just think that religious people feel as though they have. Reach this nirvana, and that everyone else who hasn't is so much lesser than them. Yeah. And it's sickening.
0: I don't think it's a religious thing to be like righteous once you're happy with yourself. It's just some, it's a human behavior that we all have that, like, it's the same reason when someone goes on a diet and they like feel good and lose weight, they bring it up every time you see them.
1: I think they also bring it up because being on a diet is hard and being on a diet similar to Catholicism sucks. It's similar to Catholicism in that it's hard. Have you met one person on a diet who's happy?
0: Yes, because I have so many stomach issues.
1: Post diet.
0: That when I do like Whole30, I feel so much better.
1: Yeah, but if you were truly like the happiest when you did that, you wouldn't keep reverting back to like having fun.
0: That's not true. I feel like I revert to having fun because I like need to meet people and be social.
1: But why do you need to meet anyone if you have Jesus?
0: That's a good point. Maybe I don't.
1: I mean, I'm here to help. I don't agree with you, but I'm here to help.
0: <laughs> Me and Jesus will be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the reason I was late today um, is because I was surveying uh, people on my way here. I actually went I actually went to a Catholic church on your way here. on my <laughs> way here. Yeah. They were having an afternoon service. It was people were just so depressed. Um, and I started interviewing them and asking them and <laughs> you, you might not believe this, but this is a true statistic. Okay. Only 0. 0.5 out of every 12 people interviewed said they were happy
0: interesting um well that statistic is bullshit so i will not be taking you don't, that into account you don't
1: know that that's bullshit i do it's because it's you're being righteous
0: so you went to a
1: church yes which church the one down the street <laughs> do you have any details um no i have took the photos on my ipad how which many I people left did you interview home. 55
0: and you said 0. 0.5 out of 12 yeah is that even just math math. even have? I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> Interesting. The moral
1: of the story, and let's not get caught up in the semantics, is yeah. that no one in that church was having a good time.
0: Well, was it a funeral? Because usually those happen in the afternoon. <laughs> I will say the Bible is meant for interpretation. And with my interpretation, I think that Catholicism has a great sense of humor.
1: And I'll give you an example. Oh, okay.
0: The Ten Commandments are hilarious. The funniest part about the Ten Commandments is thou shall not kill is number six, <laughs> which makes you think what are the top five? The first three are just a security plan for God. Number one is you shall have no other gods before me. Number two, you shall not Righteous. make idols. Number three, you shall not take the name of the Lord's God in vain. And then number five is... So
1: you should worship me, but don't idolize me. It's really a thin line. And I think he's asking a lot, but not too much.
0: In my mind, God in that moment is like kind of playing the role of Sharpe Evans. In like, high
1: school musical.
0: Yeah. Like me, myself, and I deal with it. And then number five is... Selfish. And then five is honor your father and mother and the number 6 is like if you get around to it Please try not to murder someone. anyone. <laughs> also, we're drinking beautiful cocktails right now. My other reason why Catholicism is fun, you drink every Sunday in the morning. You take in the blood of God. What if do you think they ever serve like white wine or rosé? Like do you think there's ever a priest that's like I don't love red wine. Let's let's give them a nice summer. Rose. No, cuz they have
1: no room to improvise. The Bible's up for interpretation, but things like that are n- there's no room to improvise.
0: They need me. They need me to get it. maybe maybe,
1: maybe you're the Jesus 2.0.
0: Wow. I don't disagree <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, this podcast is actually something.
0: just me
1: speaking louder so God can hear.
0: Yes, it's me trying to spread the new gospel. If you read the Bible, like we have it easy. They had like nine plagues, which I kind of felt like we were heading towards during COVID. It kind
1: of feels like a plague. Honestly, every day feels like the world might be ending.
0: COVID happened, and I was like, that feels like a plague. And then they were like, and now murder hornets are going
1: to come. Yeah, to the that university. was bad.
0: I was like, this really feels like the plague. So maybe we're closer to Jesus 2.0 than we thought. Maybe exciting. they're just going to
1: reinvent the human race because we're not happy.
0: In like aliens,
1: like we're just going to get washed out by the next plague, like, and, like Noah's Ark situation. New, yeah,
0: that'd be that'd be sick. We um, could
1: get on that boat because we live in San Francisco and we're close to the water.
0: Yeah, we just need to be invited.
1: No, it's just first come first serve.
0: That's not how the. If you see worked.
1: animals walking into, follow them.
0: That's true, but I think they're. He's probably. Uh, gonna like have, he's going to request two of each type of person, maybe
1: two girls that are pretty good at golf and 64% of the time make it on the green.
0: Do you think he'll match make us like you're on the boat and you're paired with Joseph (laughs) to procreate?
1: That would work.
0: That would be so fun.
1: That would be fun.
0: Another just like super fun thing that the Catholic church does, um, um, I think a lot of people, like a huge majority of the country is like really into the Marvel universe and the Bible is kind of like the original Marvel universe. Cause we've got like Jesus, we've got Cain and Abel, we've got Adam and Eve, we've got Mary and Joseph, and then we've got God. Who's like the all knowing it's it's like, God is the watchman. And everyone else are these superheroes. And there's magic. Like, they can turn water into wine. And it's just like, how fun.
1: I just think that people who are into Marvel are way happier than people who are, like, super into God. What makes you think that? <laughs> have you seen Comic-Con? Those people are so happy. No. no. Yeah, yeah. It's such a dark world. Have you, have you seen it?
0: I've never, Have you been to Comic-Con? I haven't
1: been, but... <laughs> I have, I can only imagine, like I also, well, love, I can also imagine. <laughs> I also like, I love Halloween and I love dressing up. And so I can only imagine how fun it would be to dress up, not at Halloween. You of, would have loved of, a
0: Christmas pageant.
1: You could have played Mary.
0: You could have played the angel. You could have played a wise man.
1: <laughs> One of my happier days in college was when I dressed up and I was a cow. So I don't think Mary would really cut it.
0: Oh my God, there were so many animals at the birth of Jesus Christ. (laughs) He was born in a manger
1: in a farmhouse. Because people wouldn't let them into the inn because they're selfish and unhappy. And they were
0: still so happy with their sweet baby boy.
1: Their songs are sad.
0: What songs?
1: Christian Catholic songs are sad.
0: What do you, give me an example.
1: I just, the last Christian song I've listened to was sad. It's all about talking about reuniting with God, which means that you want to die.
0: I do not know that song.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the number one hit on Spotify under Christian rock.
0: The only song that I really remember right now is like, Christ has died. Christ is risen happy. (laughs) Christ will come again. Coming soon, potentially. How exciting that it's like, Oh, he could come. That song is
1: like sad and slow. It's you can't dance that song and dancing is fun and dancing brings happiness.
0: I think there's so much excitement in the lyrics that they don't want to distract from it. With I think that they have
1: just blinded you by their bullshit and you're just like leaning in too hard.
0: I am very curious what would happen if you like confessed a real felony in confession. Like if you were like, I I killed someone. Yeah, I killed someone, or if you were like, I robbed someone.
1: I feel like then they would have an obligation to report you, would they not? To the police. Don't you think?
0: You never hear about that, though. Like, you never hear a story where someone was found out by confessing to their priest. Do you think they're like, "Mm, that'll be a thousand Hail Marys?
1: (laughs) I think they're like, a thousand Hail Marys and a thousand dollars cash money, and maybe I'll keep my mouth shut.
0: Okay, what about like, Catholic Church really encourages like community service and like helping others. And society right now is so selfish. People only care about themselves, what they look like, how many likes they get on an Instagram that not many people I know are just like willingly doing community service. And the church really encourages that. Um, I think that religion also really puts your life in perspective. Like reading the Bible, you can see how tough some people have had it. And if you're like,
1: you can read the news and learn the same thing.
0: Um, no, I don't read the news and see anyone being nailed to a cross (laughs) and then coming back to life.
1: (laughs) So he didn't have it that tough. If he came back,
0: he died again, like two (laughs) weeks later.
1: (laughs) I mean, like we know there was traitors, like Judah was like not to be trusted. So how do we know that he didn't like meddle with the story?
0: yeah judas was a snake
1: terrible person
0: it's a good lesson that catholicism teaches you snitches get stitches (laughs) guess you didn't cheat but you're still a traitor do you know that song
1: no what is that song
0: it's olivia rodrigo
1: oh yeah but she didn't sing that as a religious song
0: (laughs) maybe not from your lens you depressing Ugh. lens on life. The Constitution and the Bible are very similar where they're very outdated documents that we're constantly trying to interpret. And um, so people make mistakes and that's what leads to trouble in the church and in our country. But the document meant well in its time and we just need to adapt and it's wonderful that we can have something bigger than ourselves to believe in so that we don't become such a narcissistic society
1: well i just don't agree but i also think there's a fine line between loving yourself and being a narcissist and it's really absurd that you just jump to conclusions that everyone's a narcissist
0: i know i love using the word narcissist and it's inappropriate you're right I'm going to be honest with you guys, since we're wrapping up the debate, I'm not religious.
1: (laughs) She's a phony, (laughs) but I'm also not religious. I wasn't even baptized and I feel pretty fucking happy.
0: I'm so glad.
1: I'm so happy for you.
0: (laughs) Heaven's so funny.
1: Yeah, it is funny. I just feel like parts of hell sound really, really terrible, but like also I think there could be some fun, some fun people there.
0: Yeah, you read those stories of people that like died for a minute. Yeah. And it's like, maybe there is heaven.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't think I'm good enough for heaven and I'm definitely not bad enough for hell.
1: Purgatory, baby, see you there.
0: That's going to be the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I am not excited.
1: But if we're all in this together, High School Musical, then it won't be that bad.
0: I don't even think we get to see each other in purgatory. I think we're just like in solitary confinement.
1: (sighs) There's really just no good solution there. Because doesn't heaven seem like a little boring?
0: I don't know enough about it.
1: I mean, none of us do.
0: But I, th- I would definitely rather be in heaven. But that's kind of why I'm like, I'm going to try to have fun while I'm here. And then whatever See what happens, 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 happens. Yeah. I I really do wish, I really hope that Jesus 2.0 comes while I'm here. I think that would be so electric.
1: It would be amazing. We would have lived through, like, amazing, amazing moments, like the creation of the internet, COVID-19, which was unfortunate and annoying. Yeah. And then Jesus 2.0, it's like the trifecta. Totally. Of, like, events. We would go down in history as being, like, So long Gen Zers, so long baby boomers. Millennials are the coolest generation. We've seen it all. Maybe there's a little (laughs) bit of Jesus 2.0 in all of us.
0: Oh, I love that. (laughs) That's what it is.
1: I think it's helpful to think of something higher than yourself.
0: Yes. And an afterlife, I think, is helpful.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because it's too finite to just be like, okay, I'm here and then I'm done.
0: And even if like you don't believe in God. I think it's helpful to think of an afterlife because it's like, well, I need to be a good person in order to go not, to this good not place. hell. Yeah. It just gives you motivation to want to be a good person.
1: At your darkest moments.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Grace. Thank you for having me. It was great. Lovely. Well, this has been debatable. I mean, that's debatable.